Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I talk about our post-hurricane experiences, and we discuss this week's messages in our series entitled A Living Hope. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Armchair Preaching, the post-hurricane edition. See, last yeah. last week was the pre-hurricane was, edition. Yeah. Uh, we talked a, a bit about that uh, last week, but this week is now following the storm. Mm. And uh, we both uh, kind of mentioned the storms in, in, in our the beginning, the opening kind of yeah. portion of our message, and then kind of sprinkled some stuff throughout that. So just touch base with you, John. How did y'all do? And let folks know, um, you know, what, what your experience was. And yeah, I was just te- texting the principal at Harrison School next door. They're, they're coming here next week, and we're, we're friends from Leadership Lakeland. And he was, we were sharing the same thing, how, how to go for you, how to go for your family. And he was asking about mine. And, and uh, you know, Lakeland was largely – uh, spared, if you can look, if you can call it that. We had we had inconveniences, outages, um, yeah. you know, the property damage, but uh, certainly compared to to uh, Irma five years ago or yeah. uh, Charlie and and company um, yeah. from 2004, we were largely spared the the major things. Um, and so uh, so our, our ours was fine. We we hauled away the the last of our uh, storm debris yesterday. Um, cleared that out and got it out by the street. So and then the church had a great work day here on Friday and got a lot of it cleaned up. And it uh, looks like some's been happened since. Probably the yard crews come since. And we talked at staff today about you know how many people in the do we know in the community and it sounds like most people in the community they got they've got damage but they've got yeah. a plan for taking care of that damage yeah 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 we still still getting some uh messages on facebook and emails and trying to coordinate some teams to help folks uh which is a challenge uh, because like you said so the challenge with with a storm like this is the majority of the community was largely spared um, so that means more people get back to normal fairly quickly. So the folks that had more damage ha- find that they have a little bit less help, you know, because other people are having to get back to jobs and school starts again and things like yeah. that. So we're, we're dealing with some of that um, in the community and, and uh, trying to get some of those crews now that we're in a midweek. Um, you know, we we had some damage you know we had uh, some uh, the had a fence down and with part fence of your down roof. part of our roof uh is was off uh the the ridge vent um i learned new terms mm-hmm. uh, as we always do <laughs> following a storm we learn new terms uh the ridge vent came off um which creates a hole in a, a you know a hole in your roof that is designed to be there but then designed to be covered by a ridge vent yeah. and uh but thankfully you know we were able to i was able to get up there in the attic during the storm and kind of catch some of the major water that came down and because of the way the the wind hit it didn't it was you know we had like 18 inches of rain in our area but because of the wind it doesn't go straight down so which that means it's not just this pouring into that that space which is weird so Um, the sideways rain sideways rain might have helped a little bit uh, definitely yeah yeah because our 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 home faces the north 
um, roughly faces the north. So we actually got the majority of the wind on the north side of the house, mm. So which kicks up over our, our roof. And that's why the ridge vent came off the way it did. Um, but we also did get a little bit of water damage through, looks like, the door um, and through the, mm. the windows just because of the way the wind was coming literally right. sideways. So. So that was, you so know, you, you, you and uh, Paul Sewich is the other one at the church. Uh, Doctor yeah. Paul Sewich is uh, he he uh, he also was on his roof putting on some some tarp down for yeah. some uh, so, some roof damage. But thankfully, you know, um, so roofing is not a skill you now have. Uh, no, no, no. I definitely know. <laughs> I am. I'm. I, I. I'm okay with like flying heights, but heights like this on my roof are not my. And that's my, not your, not my that's forte. Not your thing. And we have a very very pitched roof so our roof is like i don't know like 35 40 degree angle it Mm. is pretty steep Mm. so when i went up there to do the the tarping i was pretty and you did that in while it was raining right no 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 no. i couldn't get up there and tarp it while it was raining now i got up in the attic while it was the storm was going on and that's okay i can climb stuff if i've got good footing and good hand that that doesn't bother me but it's big steep you know inclines with no nothing to hang on to that terrifies me and 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 roofing tiles are not you know the easiest thing to climb on if the pitch is that much you know add a little slick to it yeah you you see why they put those those uh step those boards down to to, to, step when when they're doing roofing yeah so i was you know it's funny because post irma you know, we, we had very minimal, I mean, almost no damage. I mean, our roof didn't, didn't take any, uh, we had no damage to the roof, um, at all. So I was out actually able to help other people. And when people's roofs are relatively flat, low, you know, angle, you know, that I'm fine. Uh, you know, I was up with, uh, some of our church folks in our community here and help people put tarps up and no problem, but man, that angle got to me, but it like, we look at this, and then we have friends that are in like where your your sister in law's at yeah. in, in the Fort Myers area and in that area, and 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 I think man, it could have been a thousand times worse. And and we have I have pastor friends who whose whole ceilings fell in, you know, who are in that south southwest Florida area. So um, well, uh, and we had a uh, <clears throat> Nicole Jiscoot who was part of our church uh, yeah. for a long time. She, she's from Arcadia, yeah, and uh, and you were out. With a with a tire issue <laughs> with on top tire of all issue the, today, all that yeah, today, yeah. but we talked about it in staff meeting today about uh, concentrating our efforts as a church in an, in an area. Well, the whole world is descending upon Sanibel and and Fort Myers because mm-hmm. that's in the news and it's very very flashy. But you know, uh, one of our church members was uh, in a helicopter flying over Arcadia in the past couple of days, and he said, "You just see there's like this giant lake yeah. out there with, with these rooftops sticking out." Yeah. Well, so and that's a that's an area that was already in bad shape. Before yeah. the storm hit, so you know it's going to be in bad shape. It's a very r- very rural area, and that's where our that's where Nicole is from. So I'm asking Nicole, you know, is there, are there are there needs there? And she said, right now it's clean water is is uh, the power is getting restored little by little. Drinking water, distilled water, baby formula, non perishable items that can be cooked over camp stoves and grills. Mm. So that's what they're looking at. This this is today, yeah. almost a week later. Yeah. That this is what they're 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 still looking at. So yeah. so we're we're trying to we're trying to um, 
continued. I'm glad you're, you know, that you were the point contact for the, the local needs here. I mean, we're going to continue to help mm-hmm. people out in our church and in our community here, but now we're starting to get our eyes on, on the rest of the community the broader, and see, yeah. see how we can be of, of help. And, and Arcadia, how far is that from, is Arcadia from here? Hour, an hour and 20 minutes, probably. I'd call uh, that our, I'd call that our backyard compared is, to Fort Myers, which yeah. is probably Two two and a half hours. Three hours, yeah, about uh, yeah. from here. Yeah. So and and you, you mentioned in your sermon, you know, your sister and uh, sister in law, yes. and, and and so how are they holding up now? They're they're doing okay. Yeah, they're they're it was uh, it it that was a very harrowing experience for them. I did what I, I don't I think I said it in on online. I don't think I said it in church, but they were in the in the in the at the the second floor through the night of the hurricane yeah. with life jackets on. Yeah. Wow. Because they, they, when they see that water, this is the weirdest thing in the world to imagine. Yeah. For for us to even just imagine this, like they're sitting there watching that their their lake out back, and all of a sudden the storm surge starts showing up, and you can see it rolling rolling in, in wow. and it's coming in like a river wow. flowing in, and it just starts pouring into the. You can see it pouring in over to their they this little beach area mm-hmm. by their by their lake, and then pouring into the backyard, pouring into their pool, and then it starts filling up all the. The space underneath there, so their 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 first floor is elevated. But she said, "I could." We were down in the garage trying to get some things out there, and I'm standing up to my my waist in water that's still rising. And uh, so that that and, and all the time, it's 140 mile an hour winds with 180 Scary. mile an hour gusts. Yeah, yeah. It's just she said it was just intense and it was relentless. But um, with, we had 24 hours of, of blackout with them because they lost all cell towers and everything yeah. else and then started hearing back a little bit that they they'd gone to a neighbor's house and so they're they're well yeah they're fine they have insurance they're thanking god to be alive they're also saying they're not going to do this again <laughs> they're gonna as many people as many people do following the hurricane <laughs> they're, they're not gonna, gonna they're, they're not gonna stay there again yeah so, uh, yeah i did hear a story this morning about uh i don't know if you're in staff when i was telling about this one one you know, survivor type, you know, hunkered down, you know, going to going to stay on this. Going to ride it out. Going to ride it out here. Had all the equipment and gear. Well, it's a two-story house on the beach. Yeah. And when the water went through the first floor and started going to the second way, second floor, uh, up to the second floor, they broke a window out and they someone swam to the house next door, which is a three-story house. Oh, my goodness. With a rope. Oh, my goodness. And then the people just shimmied across that rope to get from one house to the other with this storm surge coming in. So they're, like, in the water and on oh shimming through this. And they got – so they ended up having, like – because it was, like, the guy, his wife, and his dog, and his kids, and his grand – and the grandparents. So they were all in this house together, and they all shimmied across, including the dog. They got the dog across to the next-door neighbor's third-story window wow. and got in, got in the house that way. So – We've had a pretty intense time around the state state of Florida. Um, we haven't we didn't have nearly that here. It yeah. was it was intense. Did you go out in the storm? No, I did not go outside during the storm. Or did you? Uh, were you awake during the? the oh no, the, I was I was awake the whole time. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know about. I mean, you you mentioned you were out at one o'clock in the morning, kind of looking around. I'm up on patrol throughout the house because, and what why I do that is exactly you know to watch for. The, 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 the signs of, of leakage because we have a fairly open attic. I mean, you have to get up in there. I knew that if I could stop it, you know, I could I could save the ceiling from, you know, uh, any further Inter- inside damage, any inside damage, so, yeah. which I was able to do. Um, but, man, I never I mean, I don't go to sleep. I know yeah. I do not. I mean, I think between when you saw me on Friday when we came out, I think I had maybe had uh, I had maybe had three hours of sleep total from 
Tuesday night, uh, to, uh, Wednesday morning until that that day because I, I didn't sleep at all Wednesday night. Um, 15 minutes maybe here or there, just kind of doze, and then you know the the sound wakes you up. I, I was I was. At the beginning, I will just say the beginning of the storm when it was really starting to heat up in the and the uh, and the the, you could start to hear the wind and and the rain and stuff beating on the front door. Man, I had my I had my headphones in and I was listening to worship music on repeat for like two. I mean, just two hour playlist just on repeat, just praying, praying, praying. Um, And and while, you know, Julie was uh, in bed and and had had earplugs in and the kids were they they had hunkered down in in my daughter's room which is in a more 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 secure kind of area um um, and my mother-in-law was with us too she had earplugs in and you know a face covering on and i was going up every every hour every 30 minutes just kind of checking the ceiling checking the floors everything um but just with worship music on because i'm just like (laughs) lord i just you know it was so funny because I, i i was the the song um the song by Dave Crowder um, called "I Am." I don't know if you know that song. I think I've heard it. Yeah. Uh, he, the, one of the lyrics in there: "I am. I'm holding on to you. I am holding on to you in the middle of the storm. I am holding on to you." And I'm thinking, dude, <laughs> yes, this is Lord, what I'm I doing am. right now. This is what I'm <laughs> doing right now. <laughs> and uh, so I was having a little worship service in my living room uh, in the pitch black uh, um, as we did that. But um, yeah, but but you know, you said something in your message, and I thought it was real, and it was a great way to transition. I saw the same thing, but I wonder if we talk a little bit more about the opportunities we saw for people to show up for one another, yeah. um, especially the church. And you you mentioned some of the folks in your neighborhood, yeah, um, which which was 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 profound, which is literally in the backyard of our church. Yeah. I mean, the building yeah. you live in the backyard. I mean, yeah, for the, the, most, the, the guy, neighborhood I, the guy the I mentioned, Brian Blanchard, is, his his property butts up to our fence. Yeah. He has a he has a gate that opens to our property. Yeah, yeah you go through his gate, and you're on church property. That's right, exactly. Yeah, I've been through that gate many, many times. Yeah, many yeah. Times. But and, then your neighborhood, I mean, you only live a couple streets over yeah, from that. Yeah, we so. just kind of wind wind yeah. through a couple blocks. Back. So I wonder if you talk a little bit more. You, you did in the sermon, but what that was like in the post uh, Ian kind of. Yeah, I thought it was one of the most. Again, it was one of the most. I said it, but it was one of the most refreshing things to 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 see. Is just that you didn't need to convince these people to get out. And, and 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 help and and when you see I mean you see, everybody sort of pulls together everybody pulls together you know as mm-hmm. Paul Paul talked about Paul Sewich talked about this on Sunday in his prayer about for two weeks we we are a community yeah. and we all pull pull together but when you see people who who you know what their core motivations are yeah it hits you I mean I I, I don't know I I've, I've seen it before but it was just really impactful for me to the very first thing that I saw mm-hmm. I mean I had 15 people at my house there so we were all <laughs> and the Clearwater which is odd because the Clearwater crew who, who the storm was initially heading right for yeah, them they came. they came over and they made the right decision but it turned out to be nothing for them nothing for them and, yeah. and they had to go through it, the intensity with us so but they stayed <laughs> up in the other room playing you you were doing worship music they were playing games and I was out <laughs> monitoring. Um, and we also have hurricane windows in, so yeah. the, the hurricane rated windows is first thing we put yeah. into our house. So we, it was hard, so it makes it quiet. Oh wow! So you, the wind was not. You, there's a big difference between opening the door and closing the door. Wow! We moved from that. Went from that to just go out, go out in the neighborhood. There they were. Yeah, already at already it. I thought, at it yeah. was it was great. And and you've heard 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 this. I've heard this. Person after person, neighbor after neighbor. Just before I came in to record, you know, Sherry was in here talking about how the neighbors came in with their chainsaws, yeah. and then she had a big cedar tree. A couple of cedar trees fell across the roadway 
the entrance into their neighborhood yeah, wow. and it just took it the, the neighbors cutting the cutting doing all that work so it was great to see that the first off that we would do that there we have a sort of an activist mindset to begin mm-hmm. with we're going to do something to 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 help people's lives but it's great to see it knowing that behind the just being a good neighbor there's yeah. this deeper thing yeah that's what struck me is like huh that, that's a christian out there and, and you know and i'm pretty sure the neighbors he was helping were not christians yes no so no, no that's, that's it was true. just they were you're just out there taking care of people yeah that's right yeah yeah we we went out it was um you know, we we've been in our neighborhood a long time, fifteen years, almost sixteen years in our neighborhood. So, um, and neighbors have have come and gone. Um, the neighbor directly to our right, um, to the east of us, has been there a fair time, and they're roughly at the same age as us. They have young children, adopted children, and and uh, it was interesting. Julie and I got out, and uh, the neighbor to uh, the west, the just to the left of us, there they've been there probably two or three years, but they didn't go through Irma. Um, and we all together just kind of walked the neighborhood. I mean, just uh, nice. the, the the three of us, you know, the, just kind of they we came out and then they they came out. He saw us and then um, the, the 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 mom next door to us brought you know her 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 new baby out in a, in a little baby Bjorn and we just kind of walked and just checked on people, you know, just asked how people did. And um, thankfully, I think it was us and one other family. I think had 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 roofed had significant yeah. roof damage. Um, but mostly everybody was okay. Some of the folks that were closer to retention ponds, uh, they were in a little bit more dire, a little more water dire shape because the retention ponds fill up very quickly on those that side mm-hmm. of our neighborhood. We're not anywhere close to those um, for that reason. Um, but uh, just checking on them, uh, seeing if we can you know get them water if they have everything that they need. And uh, but yeah, it's just it's just that sense of care and and. Uh, you know, um, just even just the, the, the asking, you know, just the engagement with, with people that you have not maybe seen before if they're in your neighborhood, but around the corner, you know, the, uh, that, that level of engagement and just relationship building is, is, was sweet to see that and be able to check on people. Including here at the church. Absolutely. Uh, It just, it was great to have you know, some eighty or so people that descended mm-hmm. upon the church on Friday, and just mm-hmm. to see everybody pulling together to to get our church ready for for Sunday. And of course, I told the story about the kids and, and the, yeah, and Saturday, yeah, Saturday, uh, and well. Saturday, yes. Yeah. So we had the we had the funeral service on Saturday, which included the, the memorial garden. And that was just I was really really impressed with our with our with with the way our children understood what they were doing and yeah. the way the way I heard Joe talking to them about uh, about that. And 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 I told when I told the family that. They thought you could just see the you know, on Saturday morning. I said this place because it looked great. It looked like nothing, nothing had happened. Had happened yeah. uh, but it was just full of debris. And, and around here, if you're listening from somewhere other, Spanish moss was <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. You yeah. just it, it was just covered with this carpet. Basically, yeah. it was completely gone. And uh, and, they, and this family was really touched. They were yeah. very moved by that. So yeah. they were doing ministry. Yeah, even with families that they never got to talk to or touch or see, but you know, it really led um, into the message this week, yeah. which which was pre-planned. Um, of course, everything is foreordained by the providence of God, yeah. but uh, you know, the 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 focus of this week was how the hope of Jesus Christ is not an individual hope; it's a community hope, and it builds us into a spiritual community. And so, as you're looking at that First Peter um, two area, you know, there obviously some big images that stand out. Yeah. Um, you talked quite a bit about the 
the Old Testament uh, view of rocks and stones. God is a stone, rocks and stones. So, yeah. I wonder what was it about that? Im- There's a lot of images in this yeah. t- uh, too. I mean, we, you know, I, I was, I, I don't know about you, but I was, <laughs> I was struggling to figure out which Where, in, which images which, I was going <laughs> to really land on. Yes. Well, um, the, uh, there, this is First Peter, I think. Yeah, I think each right. week we've had some version of this. Yeah. So, what was it about the stone? image that really yeah. was compelling to you that you wanted to unpack yeah, yeah. I, I well one of the things i wanted to do is is not because because there is there's a a, a a a several scriptures that are referenced and then some statements that are made and the theme of rocks and 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 cornerstones and all was was built in through that and i didn't want to to let this go by with it feeling like a oh that just happens to be an image he happened to have used yeah. there which didn't really have a lot of depth to it. I want to say no. There's actually this this enormous amount of language that mm-hmm. has been being brought forward, and anybody who might have had a Jewish background who would, who would have heard this, or anybody who certainly read this letter afterwards with a Jewish background background would go, oh, there's a lot to this. Yeah. To say this of Jesus is to say more than just he's solid. Yeah. You know, it's just to say no. It's this this is this is energy that was relating to the Messiah mm-hmm. um, that has been part of it, an expectation. Uh, since the fall of the second second temple, yeah, and so uh, so I wanted to make sure that, that that it was seen as a fairly technical language that had meaning and, and import coming yeah. out of out of Judaism, but also it became the basis for saying the thing that we we we, we both spent some time on, which was uh, which was um, the um, the holy priesthood and yeah. the, and being a royal nation because mm-hmm. it just led right into that. So I think it made it hearable. So that was important to me is to make sure that that that. Um, the, the imagery was background was understood. I will say that I liked how you did the um, the the idea of being stones by themselves, like the stone yeah. out in front of your house before the hurricane came. Yeah, it was just a stone by itself. Yeah. You know, just like the blocks in our houses are mm-hmm. just by the, one block by itself is not a house. That's right. But one block put into creation. I love the picture you put up with all the. With all the different structures, yeah, the different things, structures, things that yeah. got made with that. Yeah. But I love the idea of being, being stones to, together. That when we're together, we we, we make beautiful things. Can you? Well, yeah. the idea. So, and I, I think I mentioned this in the sermon. You know, it just really, I, you know, we we sometimes go by these these phrases in scripture, and 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 I just kind of let that phrase, the living stone, mm-hmm. really landed on me hard because I'm thinking it's of all the living things that you could use as a, that God could use as an image to describe Himself, to describe Jesus, and describe the community of faith. The idea of a living stone really is so contradictory. I mean, and and it and it, and it plays into the whole. Yeah, it's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. But then I started thinking, but 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 how many? And I didn't say it like this um, in the in the passage. But how many times do we go into a building? Um, and we feel as though it's alive. You know, people talk about the the uh, about buildings breathing, and and and, but mo- I mean, most of those, especially here in our community, because we we have cinder block structures because of hurricanes. You know, mm-hmm. every most most new 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 uh, construction is cinder block and steel bases. Um, they don't build wood all wood structures in Florida if they can help it. <laughs> you know, Especially with the, the target that Polk County has right. on his back, then yep. uh, very few wood houses around here. Yeah, so so for, for me, that was the really big thing to talk about. We're alive because of Jesus Christ, but we become uh, this spiritual house and are more alive when we mm-hmm. come together. And, and again, you know, this is one of those things I, I wanted to dig in more, but there was so much in the passage that I wanted to get to. But, you know, so many people say, well, I, you know, I like Jesus, I just don't like the church. Church, 
that's just not an alternative. Right. I mean, that's just not an option that's presented to us in um, in the Bible. And uh, Peter's really key on the strength of the community that 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 we are alive together in Christ, not just as individuals. Um, and so that that to me was very that to me was really, really important. Um, and that was really important as you kind of start to unpack some of the other images he talks about, the, the nationhood and the priesthood of all believers, which is a big theological premise in the, um, not just in the Reformed faith, but in the Protestant tradition yeah. in general. Um, and we neither one of us really dug into, we both mentioned it very briefly, this idea of our kind of image of priests based on the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. So I wonder if you, was there more to that that you would have said given more time? Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I did, you, you said it in your sermon, you didn't, you know, if the, you didn't grow up Roman Catholic, but yeah. I did grow, grow up you Roman did, Catholic. Yes. So I, I grew up around priests and, yeah. and, 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 and the, Sort of priestly activities and 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 how they conducted themselves during worship, and there was something objective about the work of the priest in at the mass and at the and you know, the homily was kind of a secondary thing, secondary thing, thing yeah. not as not as important as the mass, which is the the Eucharist, the communion table. So so you know the the easy thing to do if you in in our context is say if you hear the word we're going to be a holy priesthood we're all robing up and putting on the big pontiff you know <laughs> hats and we're all going to be you know wearing funny clothes I mean that's that's and doing the, no that's not that's not what it is is it's the priesthood of all believers it was that we all have access to to God yeah. we all have access to, to ministry we are all called to do ministry in, in the church and so there's not that there's one category of people that all that these are the special people yeah. and then the, the rest of you are slackers or whatever not we're all in that category together yeah and uh and so that that but to, to unpack that 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 idea of the priesthood of all believers yes that would have been a whole that's a whole that's another, a whole sermon series whole right there another thing too and but it ties into that the the call for to um, make spiritual sacrifices right i mean yeah i love that and, and i love what you did with that and uh and and again that image is very not 21st century we don't think of sacrifices and then you get the whole well what about jesus isn't he the one and only sacrifice you know it's the same thing you get when you talk about romans 12 1 where which i didn't mention was in my notes but um you know was off to the side so i'm like if i got time i'm going to talk about you know paul saying you know offer your bodies as living sacrifices holy and acceptable to god this is your spiritual act of worship uh that image of sacrifice of jesus opens the door for us to to offer different sorts of sacrifices um that that to me is is really profound and and but again this idea of priesthood was very weighty for peter just like the idea of the stone and, and we both mentioned the exodus 19 uh, yeah. passage where peter's thinking back to i mean he almost verbatim quotes exodus 19 where God is calling the people out of treasure, slavery, treasure possession. Yeah. He said special special possession. Yeah, and then uh, the the holy nation, the royal priesthood. Yeah. Yeah. And in Exodus nineteen, actually says a kingdom of priests. Um, but again, you know, he's got this whole mentality in his back pocket uh, as well, and he's writing to a people who may or may not have that mentality in their back pocket. So he's kind of fleshing that out a little bit for and, them. And I think that the what I even just hearing you saying it just reemphasizes this that that the context of hearing it out of Exodus 19 was to establish them as a people yes. who have a corporate identity yeah. of being 
treasured possessions, yeah. you know, a, a kingdom of, of priests and a, a holy nation. And Peter's is basically taking that same idea. He's, he's borrowing all the weight of that and it's saying, okay, you're going through a hard time right now. Yeah. Don't forget who you are. Yeah, don't forget who you, you are. You are a treasured people. You are a holy nation. Mm-hmm. You are, so it really is, is almost trying to establish in them in the middle of it. It would be really easy for people in the context of Asia Minor at the time yeah. with all, the, all that they're going through to say, forget this. This is too hard. This is too hard. Yeah. And just and just and just walk. And, well, he reminds them too why. I mean, why they have been given this because they've been called out of darkness and into the marvelous light. I love that that phraseology that you that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness and yeah. into His marvelous light. I love that that imagery and that phraseology um, because, like you said, you know, when 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 God is speaking to the people through Moses in the Book of Exodus, you know, their 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 generational identity has been as slaves. I mean, generations. I mean, 20, yeah. 20 generations. If you do anything for two or three generations, that's your family identity, right? I mean, you think about like I have I have my Scottish crest up here, and all the images that are built into the 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 coat of arms of a family name. There's there's stories behind that, and for 400 years, the story of the Israelite people was. Um, slavery. I mean, yeah. it was bricks for Pharaoh, bricks under the you know this thumb, and, and God is saying, no, 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 that's not who you are. Yeah. Now you are a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And so for the people in Asia Minor, he, he's having to constantly remind them, look, you were in darkness, you were trapped and 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 essentially enslaved by your sin, but God has rescued you, saved you, so that together you might have a you know an identity yeah. that's fundamentally different and and you said it differently but i i, I there's a, such a contrast between the, I, the the way that the world would see you know you talk about it, our citizenship is seen by what what most uh, my what most governs us yeah you know well what is going to govern us what's going to govern our behavior what's going to be the thing that compels us to 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 act in in certain ways and uh, what are what are going to be the evidences of that those good words and good deeds that you yeah. talked about that proclamation but that's not where everybody is in, in this in the world. So, so that I that that operating under the governance of the Word of God and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is our identity. Yeah. But the next person over, it is might not, not be. It's right not going to be their their identity. And so we need to be. I guess what Peter, I hear Peter saying, we need to be really really clear about that. Yes. Because the next person is not going to be that be, be that way. But you, it'd be easy to get drawn in and kind of sucked into their way, way yeah. of thinking. So you need to put the boundaries up around you. Say, no, no, this is the way we think. Yeah. Um, and so that we can indeed proclaim what is what is excellent. So. Well, and I thought too it was very interesting because, and and, and this is going to shift us into this week. But at the end of that little section, you know. There's the other the other alternative the other side of that is we are going to be defined by the word of God we are going to be defined by that and as a result we're going to be retaliate uh, we're going to retaliate against those who don't think like we do and that's not the alternative that he offers either you know he says yeah be different be exiles be strangers but also be a blessing yeah. right be be a blessing to even what he calls the Gentiles later on in the passage. But that, so that's that's one of the other kind of temptation struggles that Christians have is, okay, well, we are going to be different. We are going to you know be defined by and governed by the word of God. And we're going to thump everybody who's not like us. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to help those that are not like it us. It would not be the first time in the – I mean, the, the church history is f- – 
filled, sadly, with uh, evidences uh, of that very thing. Is that yeah. rather than being a blessing, we're, we are an oppressor to the yes, uh, to to cultures and in the history of the church. Yeah. So if it's in our culture today, if if it's not that our core um, sense of of being a people is attached to the royal priesthood and the holy nationhood and um, and who are compelled by and governed by the, the the word of God which leads to these good deeds under the guidance and the influence of the Holy Spirit if it's not that which is that our our identity is that that identity um, what else is it what yeah. are the alternatives that are that are out there well I think you did a great job of even kind of in uh, in even kind of putting an an outline out there of the of some of the things that people attach their core identity to. I did my whole doctoral project on identity formation and the the temptation that the, that the culture. So all cultural messages that we experience, advertising, movies, music, whatever it is, those are meant to be identity forming. I mean, it's not explicit, but every thing that we are everything we see on the news everything we read in, in online those are meant those are n- nothing is neutral right everything and it's not necessarily that they are it's not that they're bad things they're not always bad things no yeah. in fact some of them are very good and positive yeah. things in fact some of the things that you see one of the things i talk about in my doctoral project is that some of the things that you see culturally even non-christians still have the echo of the good things right mm. um, but they're just they're always slightly distorted Distorted or sometimes majorly distorted, or missing right? something core, or so. missing some. Well, and they all miss the core, core yeah, reality yeah. of Jesus Christ. But so the temptation. So, for example, you, you mentioned in your message, and I thought it was apt. And again, whole sermon series could be on this. You know, a lot of people attach their identities to, to some political ideology, right? Yeah. Uh, and 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 it's not just that they hold this political ideology. That is who they are, yeah. right? And then what often, and, and this is not this is not red state, blue state. Democrat, Republican, everybody, there's a temptation for everybody to do this. And what we do in those political, um, when we attach ourselves to a political identity, that becomes core to who we think of ourselves. And Christians are very good at doing that, or very bad at doing this, is what we do, is then we elevate a savior in the midst of that identity, right? And it can be a presidential candidate, it can be a governor, it can be, and we say, because our core identity as sinners knows we need a savior, but when we replace the core identity of of Jesus Christ with some political identity, we say, "Okay, this this politician is now my savior," and they they yeah. they treat it as such. So, so that's so, an example so, of that. So 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 we live in a world of politics, though, yeah. uh, right? And we live in a world of nationalities and and, yeah. and uh, ethnicities and things like that. So how do we how do we fit those? Identities and those those are all identities and they, and you know they they are identities you know mm-hmm. se- sexualities and 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 uh, other ways of identifying ourselves these are identities. How would you describe the the best way to fit those identities, the, those multiple ways of identifying ourselves uh, into the larger or the most central uh, yeah. identity in Christ? Well, I think what you just said though is is right on. Is that's how you? It's what priority level does it have? And when the when the 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 identity marker of politics, for example, because everyone, every most most good citizens of, of our country identify with one political party over the other, and that's yeah. not a bad thing. But if we say that that party and that party's platform is the only platform, 
and we fail to see that that is a human structure that has flaws to it and is still affected by the fall, that we ought to be the kind of people that, that work to change even some of those things based on our convictions of what, of what God has told us in his, his word, then we are leaning more into the political identity than we are our identity with Jesus Christ, yeah. you know, and and the same thing, especially same thing is true when it starts coming down to things like um, we were just talking to Tim Timmies and Tim Timmies is doing a, a whole uh, um, class for college and young adults right now. Class is probably not the right word, but discussion group on truth. Right. You know, and he's dealing with uh, millennials and, and, and older Gen Zers for whom the idea of truth is all relative. Right. Right. There is truth, but it's it's individual, which, you know, get into the philosophy of individual truth yeah. is is big but you know when he's talking to them and they're starting to talk when when things that you and I grew up with as being just absolute truths absent of god's word things like biology things like 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 even science stuff that you and I grew up just saying well it's obviously you know <laughs> this is what gender means this is what race means this is now all of those lines are just totally blurred and gone. Yeah. Um, you you have to, as Tim was talking to me, and, and, and you're and you're and you're not defending that that's the case. You're no, just, no, no, no. I'm just, just saying that's you're noting no, 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 that that's no, no, the case because yes, that's you, the approach that people are taking yeah. so often. Getting people to go back to, you know, even what Peter says is, you know, the 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 glory of the Word of God, which is not always easy to accept, but is the only you know it's there has to be some standard right and getting people to understand that even those folks that say that the standard is individualistic getting them to admit okay well then that really isn't a standard i mean your standard yeah. is if it feels good do it yeah. which is absolutely non biblical yeah. yeah i think that's well, I, I mean it may it, 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 it at some point you have to declare something to be Good or something to that's be right. bad, yeah. and it, and the minute you declare something that is good or, or something is bad, uh, unless you just let everybody define good and bad for themselves, in which case you have conflicting good and bad. Yeah. So, so sometimes, sometimes it's it, what we say is good. Another person may say, you know, that's that's normal in my in that's my family right. or normal. Right. In my, well, so there, if, if the minute you say there's no, there's there really needs to be a, a standard. Like murder is probably a bad idea. Yeah. Pedophilia is probably bad. You know, is a bad idea. It's not probably. It's it's these probably are all bad. These are all bad ideas bad. here. And and the but the minute you say that you now you're are making in, a declarative statement. Now yeah. you're in it, but there has to be a a, a moral arbitrator yeah. involved that is outside of the self that's and outside right. of the uh, outside of humanity. Yeah. And the minute you do that, you're in God territory. Yeah, that's right. Which is which is where C.S. Lewis falls in mere Christianity. I mean, he talks about the moral argument for for God. Um, he begins really talking about that mere Christianity and miracles. He 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 kind of unpacks that a little bit more fully. But that was where his that was the first crack in the in his atheistic armor. Uh, when he started thinking about the the, the it, it can't be left to the individual, yeah. and it can't be a, a moral, um, um, uh, not relativism, but just moral individualism. Moral individualism, yeah. And and he would even say, you know, you could pull back, and and you, what you see in cultures is that there are there are through lines of commonality, regardless of culture, about like what you're just saying. There are through lines where people gen generally, and not even generally, I mean, pretty universally agree about certain things. 
like like murder and uh and he uses the he uses the example of, of cowardice versus bravery right so cowardice is bad bravery is good um and and for the mo you know the cultures across the board regardless of religiosity they agree bravery good cowardice bad well where does that come from so he he believed that there was he, he argued there was this internal moral compass that god had yeah. implanted in every person and go. yet we repress it and that's you know we we sometimes repress that but we we feel the fact that we feel guilt when people say well guilt is 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 the is is the manifestation of some sort of you know pre-religious puritanical thing it was like he's like no 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 I'm talking about he was talking about cultures in places that had you know no Christian background no 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 westernized kind of view of it. and there are, there are still places like that in the world today he's like well where does that come from yeah and when, less, it, when it crosses civilizations across yeah. time and it's and there's a constant in there okay where there's got to be something common to that so yeah. when you start talking about identity right which people when they start to make declarative identity statements for themselves they're doing so based on what they believe is uh, going to lead to the good life right yeah. lead uh, this is what, uh, one of my one of my doctoral professors uh, richard beck dr richard beck he said you know everybody has a definition for what it means to achieve the good life, mm. right? And and the fact is, when they start to chase after that, they realize that they're going to f- they're, they they fall into moments of failure. And why can't they achieve that? Um, so the it's incumbent upon the Christian to be able to come in and say the reason you can't achieve that vision of the good life is because you are a sinner, mm. <laughs> and 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 because you and he would say, well. The entry point for most people is don't talk about sin. You talk about brokenness. You talk about and because everybody feels brokenness, yeah. and then after you get people to identify brokenness as a real thing, yeah, then you give that a name. Yeah, let's let's name it. Yeah, then you give that a yeah, name because yeah. then then you're on common ground because every single person on the planet, regardless of their religiosity, knows that there's brokenness in the world and brokenness in themselves. Mm. And and when when but the, the 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 difference is Christians have a name for that, right? We have a name for that brokenness, and we don't take it personally either. See, a lot of people take that idea of sin personally. Yeah, we can't. We don't. Dis- well, we especially as Christians don't despair that that, no. that the reality of that existence because we know that there's there's more to the story than just the existence of the brokenness or the sin. Exactly, and we have an answer. Yeah, that's the that's the rest of the story. That's, is that the, 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 it has been addressed, and 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 what we what we what we can do with people who are trying to chase out this identity kind of model is say you're chasing that out of your brokenness what if you could chase an identity out of the wholeness uh, that can only be found like, out of the solution to that yeah. brokenness because what they're trying to do is find a solution to that brokenness to achieve the good life and the solution fails 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 we say well we actually the solution that we have is that God actually got down into the dirt with us in the brokenness to bring us up. And it's not an immediate thing. It's not an automatic thing. It's a gradual process where he's bringing us out of darkness towards the marvelous light. And we feel it instantaneously, and we also feel it progressively and, and, and the cycles, and that's where discipleship comes in. But when we do it in a community... The, uh, so all of this, all of this was conversation has been about the the um, 
the, the, the fact that we have, and Peter is giving a very strong uh, echo of, of Exodus 19, where God gives them a mm-hmm. sense of identity as, a, as their community. Peter's given them the same sense of identity as a community, that you are a nation who has access to God, who has ministry to do, who has um, gifts to offer, and, and you are to be about do, doing all of those things, and you therefore are a a people who are holy that you are you are separated. So there's and thanks for 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 letting me. I mean that was great to I got some of your I knew your identity identity information from your dissertation was 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 going to come <laughs> in there. But it's so it so bothers me to see that that people lose sight of the yeah, of their right. of that core identity. Just yeah. like the, the the I get that. I mean I, I want people to be passionate about their. You know nationalities or or yeah. or, or uh, po- politics or yeah. whatnot. Be passionate about it, absolutely, but don't don't let it eclipse. Yeah, in your heart and your thinking and your attitudes towards another person. Don't let it eclipse and uh, or just in your inner hardwiring. Let it, don't let it eclipse what is your, ultimate. your your ultimate allegiance and your ultimate identity, uh, which is in found in one place and one place yeah. only. Yeah. Yeah, and this week we're going to talk about how very it gets a lot more granular. This week, you know, we're going to talk about how our hope-filled life, uh, hope-filled holy life, changes our relationships to three main areas, and uh, it's very different than a lot of people will like to think. And so, it's going to be interesting as we continue on uh, in our journey in First Peter. Uh, if you missed uh, Pastor John's message or my message, check out uh, fpclakeland.org. Um, check, uh, click on the worship page, and there's a sermon archive tab. And if you've missed any one of our episodes of Armchair Preaching, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. <laughs> Subscribe, share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to email uh, uh, me, uh, Z McGowan at fpclakeland.org or Pastor John J. Fullerton at fpclakeland.org. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, John, thanks so much for hanging out. Great to be here. And uh, we'll see everybody next time.